Welcome to Tech Insights from Infotech Research Group, the podcast where a group of experts cut through all the noise and focus on what really matters. In New York City last night, and that's December 15th I'm talking about, Our Lady Peace put on a concert at historic Gramercy Theatre. But this was more than just a concert. It was also the launch of Drops, a new app that wants to reward fans that attend live events with non-fungible tokens or NFTs. Here to talk with us about the launch today is the lead singer of Our Lady Peace and the CEO of Drops, Rain Maida. Welcome, Rain. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, welcome back. How was the concert last night? I, you know what? It was it was magical. Um, I hadn't been back to New York, obviously, for a couple of years now um, with the lockdown. And yeah, it was amazing. Feel the energy of that city. Uh, the Gramercy is such a great place. And, you know, put on a, I don't know, I think we played really well and the crowd was out of their minds. So it was a, it was a fun night. Great. And for those of us that missed it, what happened there? Well, yeah, so... You know, I I, th- I think it's probably smart to go back to you know I've been in I've been in the music business for 25 years, obviously been a touring artist, gone through all the paradigm shifts from physical to digital when you were paying for digital to digital to where it's you know essentially free on DSPs, and and the one thing that's always irked me is, and being signed to, to labels whether you're actually that's that's kind of irrelevant whether you're signed or not as as a touring artist. And with all the platforms out there, it's still really hard to connect the fans. You know, we can say we do that through, you know, Instagram or Facebook or Snap or TikTok now, but you're not. I Even with Spotify, like all the millions of plays we get every month, I still really can't connect with those fans. I don't get any of that data. I don't get email addresses. I can't talk to them. Uh, and the same really goes for all the platforms. So my mission probably since, I don't know, 2010 has been... Uh, on the tech side of trying to trying to figure out ways for artists to do to to find that direct connection, you know, I call it direct to fan. I think in the corporate world, it's a lot of D to C, direct to consumer. But you know, mm-hmm. I don't call our I don't like to look at our fans as consumers. So, right. um, Drops is the latest, and and I've been involved in tech and built a bunch of you know apps and platforms over the last ten or fifteen years. Drops is the latest is iteration. I think I think has the greatest chance of really proving that that thesis out for me of like, hey, we can take control of Web 3.0 and we can go direct to fans now. Uh, and that is through digital collectibles or, as you said, NFTs. Um, but what it does on the back end, it really allows us to talk to them. So I didn't do it last night, but we launched the Drop app. We gave away uh, a really great um, remix of Our Lady Peace's first single um, on this new record called Stop Making Stupid People Famous. Billy Howardell is in a perfect circle uh, with Maynard from Tool. And he's a he's just an incredible musician. So he did a hmm. this incredible remix of that song. So we gave that away as an NFT. And we also did a, a collaboration with New Era. And we gave this isn't the I, sh- I should be wearing the actual cap, but it's similar to this with the OLP logo New Era on the side. And we gave away uh, a few of those to people as well. Okay, great. So there's physical collectibles, there's digital collectibles, and it's all connecting the fans to the artists, right? And that's what I notice is uh, like a lot of the discussion around the NFT space right now is about let's give some power back to the creators, right? And let's give uh, creators a way to connect with their super fans. And it sort of turns into this way that you can sort of prove your stake in uh, the fandom, your commitment to something that you care about a lot. 
Um, so tell me just a bit more about Drops. We know it was debuted last night. You were giving away these digital collectibles to fans. But what's the concept of it here? Yeah, so it, it's really our, our, the differentiator with, with the Drops app. And just to be clear, it's spelled with two R's if people want to grab it. Um, iOS and Android. Uh, the differentiator for me is that we really look, you know, most of, of the NFT world is is based around um, criteria of time. So it's an auction, right? You you have a certain amount of time to go on whatever platform and, and purchase something. Ours is based around presence. So Drops is specifically based around geo-targeting, whatever. We geo-targeted, we geofenced the Gramercy last night. And so what that does, it helps us understand that user persona a little bit better than, than a typical platform. When We know you're there. We know the ticket you bought. We know maybe if you bought like the VIP tickets compared to just general admission tickets or, or some other type of ticket. So we can see different tiers that way. And we also look at presence in a, in a little bit broader uh, sense, which is coming in 2002 in terms of presence as a fan in terms of, hey, do you have presence on socials with Lady Peace? Are you active there? Um, are you on the DSPs listening actively to Lady Peace? So presence for us is this kind of very holistic criteria. Um, so what that does is, you know, it, it, it has this compounding effect. So Our Lady Peace is on, just to give you an example, Our Lady Peace is on a, a short little tour right now. We started in Boston two nights ago. We did New York. We're in Columbus, Ohio tonight, Cleveland, and then Detroit. Just five shows in a row. But if you were in Boston, or say, oh, sorry, go back to New York. You were in New York, New York last night, and you were able to maybe you maybe you weren't quick enough to get one of those digital collectibles that we gave away. But Drops saw your presence there and, and knew that you were in the venue. All of a sudden, that says you know when you talk about you know uh, the crypto world, it's about proof of stake, proof of work. Ours is proof of fandom. Okay. So we have that proof of fandom now that you were in the venue. And what that does, it qualifies you now to follow us along the tour. So anyone that was in New York that night that didn't get something, you could, you will get a notification today saying, hey, you know, at 7 o'clock, Drops is live again with Our Lady Peace. And we're doing a, a few other gifts, you know, or rewards with NFTs. Now you're part of that community. So when we talk about um, – the power of 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 web three and, and nfts we talk about you know it's a new way to, to monetize a new way to distribute but most importantly and it probably gets overlooked is a new way to build community and this is my you know this is what you asked first it's like that's the core thesis how do we build these communities stronger tighter when i can remove all the middlemen all the gatekeepers and talk directly to fans so now we have that that direct connection i can send literally a note we can do a little thing in the back of the bus tonight after the show and send it just to the fans in columbus send it just to the fans in new york was we because we you know because that criteria for us is presence right and i think this resonates with people that love music because you always relate to those sort of events where you experienced your favorite artist firsthand right like you see people wearing right. those concert shirts it has all the dates of the concert tour on the back you could and then you can start that conversation with another fan and say, yeah, I was at the New York City show or I saw them in Columbus, right? And um, that's always been an aspect of fandom when it comes to music and other things too. But in this case, you can prove that out with technology, right? So that you have exactly. this sort of trackable way to go back and say, okay, you have that proof that you were part of that experience and now we're going to relate to you in a way that's specific to people uh, that meet that criteria, right? So it gives you this whole new power of like targeting and having a new sort of connection with your fans. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, you're that's you're so on the money there. I, look, as an artist through my artist lens, I know we have people that we we probably have a few people that literally are following us on every show on this little run we're doing here on the East Coast. I don't know them personally. I maybe I get you recognize someone in the crowd. It's like, oh, I think you were in Boston last night too. But now with drops, we know exactly. You wow, this person's been to four shows. So why wouldn't I reward that? Like gift that fan something. You know, I, I think it's those relationships we're, we're, we're able to now curate and and really take take power over with with, you know, just on our, again, direct to fan. Like I, I, I will we will 100 percent operate that way in 2022 when we really start touring and where we're going to we're going to know when fans have been to a bunch of shows, you know, what if you want to call them a super fan or whatever, um, we are going to reward those people because, I mean, God, that's 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 why we're alive, you know, so. Um, yeah, it, it is It is a superpower in a way. I'm really excited about it. Hmm. All right. So we've been talking about the concept and uh, how you want to build your relationship with your fan. Let's get technical for a moment here. Let's go to the blockchain aspect of this. And I just wanted to explain to listeners uh, non-fungible tokens. They're digital assets that are built on a blockchain. So this technology allows those digital assets to be unique. So people can own them and prove that uh, they're holding something that's unlike all other digital copies of that thing. And we call them non-fungible because it's not like a coin where uh, each object holds the same exact value and you can transact them. Uh, one is like the other. In this case, each object holds its own unique value based on its unique characteristics. So it's more of a collectible than it is transactional, right? Is that fair, yep. Ryan? That's a great explanation. I, I, I will say that the I think one of the key learnings because we've been in beta with drops for the last four months and we did a bunch of festivals down here in the US probably through August to you know the end of October. Really big festivals. Our learnings that with the average music fan, 99.5% of music fans don't understand NFTs or blockchain or not interested, don't have sure. crypto wallets. Yeah. So We've kind of reverse engineered drops in the sense I, I think a lot of the platforms out there start from the blockchain, which is great. Right. Um, but with drops, we start from more the e-commerce side where you don't need a crypto wallet to participate with drops. You don't need to understand an NFT or blockchain. It is really if you're a sneakerhead, if you collect stamps or comic books or whatever, you know, hockey cards, you're going to understand drops. It really is about just starting a collection. And for the crypto people that do understand and want to, you know, I, I, I don't like the speculative nature of, of NFTs right now. I think that's really taken over, even with bots as well. But if you are of that ilk and you want to maybe, you know, maybe you got one of these new air hats last night and you want to sell it, you can absolutely eject it from the Drops platform into OpenSea or Rarible, wherever you want. Uh, and mint it on there and go resell it and it becomes like an official okay. you know minted on 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 the blockchain asset but we mm -hmm. don't require that we don't require that for the first step if you are just interested in getting stuff you again you don't you don't need to you don't need a wallet you can pay with apple pay um and there's a lot of stuff that are just gifted on there so i think removing those friction points and barriers for fans is is very big especially especially when you're talking about music fans and i, I think we'll all get there you know i think jack dorsey you know, I think that's why one of the reasons he left Twitter, he wants everyone to uh, somehow be tied into Square and Cash App and have a crypto wallet. And God bless him. We might get there, but that's not tomorrow. That's not next year. So we're trying to, to make it really easy for music fans.
Yeah, that's been an observation of mine too with the Web3 experience is it's still in its nascent stages. So some people are happy to get the wallets organized and understand that they're trading tokens from different platforms and you're log you have these long strings of addresses that you're copying between accounts and everything to transfer things around. So you're trying to abstract that all away and just have it like a normal web sort of experience where people will experience the drops platform but still uh know that they're owning these collectibles on a blockchain exactly we we do store everything on ipfs we've also built our own back end like provenance um platform called tefra uh so they are 100 percent digital assets that that you can track and trace it's it's really just that getting onto the main net for us where we're just not so um, convinced, it's, you know, we just know it's going to be a while. So you don't have to take that extra step. You mentioned something uh, interesting, Brian, about trading. That's something that's very um, kind of uh, far up on our roadmap where we're some hopefully sometime in Q1 of 2022. We're going to allow people just to trade within drops. Again, doesn't mean you have to touch the block. You're, you're, you still get your digital hash and that digital signature, but you don't, you still won't need a, a MetaMask wallet or a Coinbase wallet to trade. So I'm excited about that because that, that makes it a little bit more fun. If people, you know, I'm a Radiohead fan. If I, if I saw them in LA and all of a sudden, okay, I got a couple drops there, but they did a, something really interesting in Belgium that I wasn't able to obviously attend. The ability to maybe trade for someone to get that asset in Belgium, that's pretty cool. So we, we're, mm -hmm. we're, we're, uh, we're moving pretty quickly on trying to get that built in. All right. So to be clear, like what makes this different from other NFT projects is you're not building on Ethereum or another blockchain. You're sort of have your own proprietary asset tracking system that's part of within the drops platform. Correct. Correct. And we do allow, you know, we, we, we have the mechanism where it's really just a click of a button, but you can eject to an open sea or something like that if, if you want to. I just don't, like I said, the, the data we've gotten back legit is like 99% of people are, are just not interested right now. Yeah, it actually sounds a lot like uh, NBA Top Shot. That's a platform where you can collect basketball moments, like these little highlight reel videos. So they're NFTs and they're minted on uh, Dapper Flow. Labs. Flow blockchain, exactly. Um, so it's internal to the platform. You can take some of those moments off platform now. I think they're starting to add that functionality, but most of them are still to be used on the platform. So uh, it sounds similar to me in that way. But, uh, you know, the last time I talked to you, we were also talking about NFTs and how they relate to music. And we were talking about another project that you're involved with, which is Sync. Um, yep. And that one is all about uh, artists being able to collaborate and track provenance across different tracks that they're adding into the Sing platform. Uh, we talked with you and the CEO, Jeff Osler. So just tell me, uh, you know, draw the line for me between these two projects. You have Drops now, you're the CEO of that, and then you're, you also have your involvement with Sing. Yeah, so Sing is a little bit more of a traditional kind of, um, you know, like Web3 marketplace. It, it's a closed, like it's what you'd call the walled garden. So you you ha you basically, you know, if, if, if an artist wants to launch an album or a, a PFP project on Sing, you know, it's something that's curated. So you have to go through through Sing and, and, and we kind of, you know, pick and choose uh, who, who, you know, who, who's, you know, ready and, and willing to launch. Uh, in terms of the artist community. So that's something we've been doing um, pretty actively. And I think 2022 will be when, when that really starts to, to catch fire. Um, yeah, and the, dip, the, you know, the difference is pretty simple. Um, Drops is, is a much more dynamic live event 
kind of uh, digital collectible app where I think, you know, looking at from an artist view, it's something that, you know, if again, a band's coming through Columbus, they can be sitting on the bus while they're pulling in with their tour manager and figuring out what they want to drop that night. You know, that's something that's really not afforded on the more traditional platforms. Um, but they all, the, those, you know, whether it's Sing or, or Makers or Foundation, they've done great work for artists in, in helping them launch stuff as well. It's just a little bit more, um, you just have to be a little bit more ahead on that and, and plan things and get in a queue and, and all those types of things where Drops was built, you know, basically to be of the moment, you know, literally like, we were actually thinking last night in New York, it's like we were talking just before the show, should we drop this this asset or, you know, we had a few different things we could do. And so we're able to do that in the moment. And it, it, I'm an artist, right? So it, it was obviously built with that in mind to, to be incredibly, um, I don't want to say NFTs for dummies, but it's really simple for an artist or, or their tour manager to schedule a drop that night. That's what people want, right? They don't want to go through the this complicated process to mint a token and uh, you know, all the setup to sell something that's a digital collectible, you got to make that easy uh, and then people will use it. Um, so, yeah. you know, why, why not have it all combined in one big platform uh, sing and uh, drops? Is it just because they have different missions and you see them being used in such different ways? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I do see some inter intersection probably down the line, um, maybe with those two platforms for sure. We're, I mean, Drops is talking to, to ticketing partners. We're talking to merch companies. Um, there, there's a lot of opportunity. I, I just think it needs to play out a little bit more. I mean, we want to prove out our thesis, first of all, our core thesis of just being that, you know, different kind of collectible where where we use, like I, like I said at the beginning, presence is something that um, – doesn't seem too common out there right now and that might be a, a fact of there hasn't been a lot of live touring and people haven't been thinking on those terms over covid but drops was actually built and beta tested before covid without any blockchain involved and and i tell this story because i'm actually friends with uh um, um a toronto native uh, a guy named anthony diorio he was one of the co-founders of ethereum um he's a, he's a really good friend of mine i i just respect the hell out of the guy he's very very bright very thoughtful especially in this world um, and so he said to us, you know, he was kind of like just helping with, with drops in the early days. And he said, yeah, you know what, this is a great idea. You're, you're hitting all these stakeholders. He has this whole kind of methodology that, that he's really brilliant at. And, and we hit all the boxes, but he said this one box of blockchain, he said, I don't know if I think it's early. So, you know, I, I would stay away from that. And this is back in 2019, my band was touring. We did this big ultimate tour down here. We did about 40 shows and these big amphitheaters with live and the band Bush. And, um, so we beta tested it without any blockchain and it did really well. So adding the chain for me is just an extension of where technology's got. But again, it's not, it's, it, it'll get there in terms of how important things being on the block are, but being not there yet, that's why when you talk about intersections between a sing and a drops or, or drops and some other companies, still going to take a minute for it to kind of figure itself out. Yeah, okay. That's interesting. So I like this idea, though, that um, while people are using the Drops platform, you can track everything with your proprietary system. But then if they do want to say, I want to export my content, I want to take that somewhere else, uh, that seems like it's possible, too, in the future, right? Um, or maybe 100%. I mean... Yeah. It's possible right now. You yeah. uh, on the on the latest iteration of the app, you can eject to OpenSea if you so choose. And as an artist, 
that freedom is incredibly important. You know, if, if that's, I, I would hate to just have my work only be available on one DSP, right? And I think as a as a fan and as an owner of something that you've gotten on drops, you should have that freedom as well. How many people do it? We'll have to wait and see. Right. And there's some advantages there because uh, whenever you're minting an NFT, you're having to pay gas fees. So you're avoiding that whole part of it. Um, it might make, it might remove friction in some areas. I can understand uh, why you would do that. Just think, focusing on building out this platform. But tell us, uh, what sort of artists do you anticipate will be using drops in the future? Uh, we're having some really exciting conversations. I can't really give away names, but you know, I, I think one of the really great features of drops was what I was talking about before that compounding kind of factor where, you know, you start a tour in Detroit. Uh, anyone that was at that show is now part of that community and are going to get, unless you turn your notifications off, you're going to get notifications. Hey, we're in Boston the next night and we had a, a, some different unique drops and you get to participate in those as well. That for me as an artist, I really love that, that, that concept because now I get, now our, our fans, like the people in New York last night in Columbus tonight, they're going to get to participate again. Cause we know you were there. You, you pass that criteria, you check uh, those boxes. So now, you know, you kind of get to follow along the tour not just on Instagram or something. You actually, you're, you know, we know, I, I don't know if we call you a super fan, but you're you're a fan that bought a ticket. So you get access to all these shows, which I'd never had as a fan before. And I think that's going to be really interesting once fans kind of realize the power of drops and giving you that ability, you know, to really follow and participate all the way through. And um, again, once you're able to trade, uh, that just brings in a whole new level of fandom. And I, I hate the word gamify because it seems cheap, but it's going to make it a lot of fun. Okay. And are there any other musicians that are uh, planning to um, take advantage of this right now? There are. I, you know, let let's talk in the, early in the new year, Brian, right. and I'll give okay. I'll give you some names. But yeah, we're we're talking to a lot of different exciting tours and and uh, and partners right now. Okay, great to know. Um, so, Rain, I, I guess that wraps it up. Uh, great to learn about your new project here. You're doing a lot of interesting things with Web three and thinking about sort of that. Uh, next generation of ways that creators can connect with their fan base. Uh, why don't you just tell us, you know, for those that are interested, where can they find the Drops app? Yeah, so Drops is on iOS and Android. Um, it's DRR, so it's Drops with two R's, D-R-R-O-P-S. And uh, yeah, it, it's 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 worth the download. You can see some stuff. You probably, you know, you know, as we onboard people and artists, you'll you'll start to get to participate. But um, it's going to be fun. It, it, it's it's such, a, I think, an easy onboarding into this NFT world. And, and hopefully it makes people not be scared of it because there's a little bit of, you know, there's a, I don't want to say negative stigma, but um, I, I, I understand why people would, would kind of shy away from it, you know, and we're trying to make them uh, embrace it. I think Drops does a really good, good job of that. Okay, thanks so much. Rain Maida, the CEO of Drops, the lead singer of Our Lady Peace, joining us mid-tour to tell us about the launch in New York City last night. Uh, thank you again. And for our listeners of Tech Insights, remember to subscribe. We're available on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts. Really, whatever podcast platform you, you want to use, you can get Tech Insights. I'm Brian Jackson.